You're listening to The Big Finish Podcast, released on the 15th of November, 2020. It is more skip than bounce. Yes, that's it. Mm. Come on, Doctor. You have to keep close for the aura to work. I used to know how to do this, but you're both very adept. (laughs) And your powers have developed since I last saw you. Welcome, one and all, and particularly you. Yes, you wearing the rather fetching headphones. Well, I'm so glad you could join us. I'm Benji, he's Nick, and it's time for another action-packed podcast of audio drama goodness. This week we're featuring Doctor Who and Torchwood. That's right, we go behind the scenes with this week's Torchwood, Reese and Yanto's Excellent Barbecue by Tim Foley. As uh, director Scott Hancock chats with the cast. And we'll be giving you a free drama tease of the first 15 minutes of Doctor Who Wicked Sisters Garden of Storms by Simon Gurrier and starring Peter Davison. And we'll be chatting about the Wicked Sisters and their backstory right after this intro segmento. As always, stay calm. Your much-loved regular features will all be here. This week we look at the reviews of Out of Time starring Tom Baker and David Tennant. And of course, we delve into your emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. Just in case you thought we'd forgotten, of course, yes, I can no. officially confirm that we'll also be giving you a 25% discount oh. on a randomly selected Big Finish release. And we do this every week, and it's well worth it. And I mean, you get 25% off, and I mean, you can't say fairer than that. So yes, the Wicked Sisters, who are they and where did it all start? Well, it started back in 2009 with the release of Doctor Who, The Key to Time. That's two, number two. See what I did there? Uh, yeah, very clever. Yeah. Very good, very good. Reminds me of that, that fan film from years ago that just everybody kept saying, The Key to Time? No, The Key. <laughs> What key? Key to time. Um, the story uh, entitled <laughs> this remember. one is uh, The Judgment of Iskar. Uh, let's have a listen to that trailer. Doctor Who. The Key to Time. The Judgment of Iskar. The Key to Time is a perfect cube which maintains the equilibrium of time itself. When its six crystal segments are assembled, it can stop and start the universe. It can rewrite matter and change the states of quanta. It can restore balance. We're right on top of the earthquakes! You need to fly into the gravity well. If you don't, it will tear us apart. You are my prisoners. You will not destroy Mars. Your doctor? He's screaming. Stop it! I'm not going to stop it. Warriors, forward! It's all unraveling. Pushing forward, they just got bigger guns. If one of you opens fire, I will snap the doctor's neck. Here, in this crystal, it's holding a, a black hole at bay. I can feel it pressing against the sides. Such a lot of power. And mine now. You should have told me. I, d- I didn't think you'd want to know. That the key to time is collapsing, and with it, the whole of the universe? That it's your fault? On a planet where time stands still, the Doctor meets a woman who is just a few minutes old. She is a tracer, sent into our universe by her makers to locate the six segments of the key to time. This being without a name wants the Doctor to be her assistant. But she doesn't tell him the whole truth, not at first. As this trilogy of Avengers progresses through to the key to time, uh, the destroyer of delights and the chaos pool, we discover that this tracer called Amy has a wicked sister called Zara. <gasps> mm, but it's all quite complicated. And for some strange reason, Amy changed her name to Abby by the time these mysterious sisters got their own (laughs) series entitled Graceless, probably because there was an Amy on television at the time. Uh, uh, Kira Jansen and Laura Doddington have now starred as Abby and Zara in four box sets of Graceless. They're all four of them on offer now at bigfinish.com. Here's a teaser, Graceless. Me and my sister, we're not real people. We were made, created by pan-dimensional beings, the Grace, 
to help save space and time. The grace gave us special powers with just a thought. We can be anywhere or when in the universe. We can affect people, see into their heads, influence their thoughts. We're still learning what we can do. Oh, great. What are you doing here? Looking for you. Who the hell is she? My perfect, good as gold sister. Your Uncle Lindsay asks a moment of your time. We want everyone to enjoy themselves while they're with us on the sphere. What happens on the sphere stays on the sphere. Place your bets, please. So we can teleport in, but we can't teleport out. We're trapped here. An example must be made. What have you done? What have you done? You visiting Compton or passing through? We don't know yet. You two are under arrest. Oh, yeah? For what? For murder. The murder of our children. 46 people dead. Women, children and babies. We didn't do anything. They vanished before our eyes. We can't get away. Nicholas, no! Fight it, lad! Fight it! Oh, God. The fog, it is alive. It's reaching out to us. Whatever's been taking our people, it's coming for us all. Impact on flank B-12. Shields up on flank B-12. No, wait! Merrick. Merrick, dear boy. Who's that? I take it I have made my point. You sold us out. You can't buy us. Our powers aren't for sale. I'll do anything you want, if you'll only help me. But that's the planet of rain, Abby. We've come home. We are going to do this. Whatever it takes, we are doing it. Abby! Abby, I don't want to... Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. It's lovely and simple. Type graceless, that's uh, all one word, into the search pane at bigfinish.com and you'll find these great adventures. And that brings us up to date with Abby and Zara crossing paths with the Fifth Doctor again in Doctor Who Wicked Sisters, which, along with Peter Davison, Kira and Laura, also stars Louise Jameson as Leela. It's out now and you can find it at BigFinish.com. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fifth Doctor Adventures, Wicked Sisters. You have encountered the gods known as the Grace? The Grace are pan-dimensional beings, not gods. The Grace are dead. Murdered by their creations. Abby and Zara have destroyed whole worlds. When the Grace challenged them, they turned on their creator. Now they threaten all of time. Tell your acting president that I don't do assassinations. They must be destroyed! Oh, is that... Oh, no. Him. Oh, we've lived whole lifetimes. Oh, there's so much to tell you. Smoke, dark smoke, in the shape of a person. I can't see anything. No, wait. Leela, I don't know where or when they are. It could be anywhere. Out there! A spaceman! Not a spaceman! That's a... a Sontaran! Hope? Hope is no match for planning and strategy. I'm Captain Rhea Neal. And you're on my vehicle without prior consent. Commander Stent, if I might have your full and total surrender. Abby and I, we don't always get it right, but we try to use our powers to help. Because everything else makes us monsters. <laughs> There's something wrong with the vortex! Because we scarred it with our powers! We will Clever arguments. They delight in using their powers. We have to stop them. I don't know how we stop them. But you're right. This has to end. Big finish. We love stories. Time for us now to catch up with the latest reviews. And as promised, we're talking about... Out of Time, starring Tom Baker and David Tennant. 
Welcome to the Cathedral of Contemplation. A spinning cathedral outside history itself. Layers of space-time, pockets of reality, all perfectly balanced and interconnected. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, out of time. It looks like a dimension barrier failure. Normally imperceptible, but with visitors crisscrossing space and time. Oh, oh, sorry, uh, wrong chapel. I was looking for the little shop. Fast. Temporal energy discharge. Outside the door. What do they think is coming? What have you got there? Sonic's scientific uh, instrument. I really should find a way back. They don't give up. They're relentless. Unstoppable. In my experience, no one's unstoppable, only ever unreasonable. The doorway's connected to a corridor. A time corridor. Um, I'd advise you to stay back. <laughs> Oh, very well informed. What did you say you were? A doctor. A travelling doctor, much like yourself. If the Daleks get in and take over the cathedral, they would have the means to appear anywhere and anywhere. Uh, instant Dalek invasions just add slaughter. Scan destinations with this device. The Daleks will win this war and all wars. Get out of there! It's breaking through! Big finish. We love stories. Nicely done, Doctor. Why, thank you, Doctor. Allons-y! Well, you know the drill, but if you don't, then go to bigfinish.com. the drill. Ta- thank you very much. It's a lovely drill. Um, <laughs> type in out of time into the search pane at the top. Simple as that. And, and you know, the, the goods will be delivered. Um, we'll start this one up here with the theorkneynews.scot, um, which says here... If you go in either uh, as a casual Who fan or a long-time one, hoping to smile, you'll get a five-star experience. Like a bed and breakfast, isn't it? (laughs) In Orkney. Um, (laughs) Warpedfactor.com says, uh, Do you want to hear two actors returning to iconic roles, having a whale of a time, or Daleks at their most exterminating? Or enough references to classic and modern Who to make a fan say aha from time to time? If so, then Out of Time One's a multi-doctor romp. Uh, and now in the right order, Out of Time's multi-doctor romp is just what the doctors ordered. Cultbox.co.uk says David Tennant's joy at working with a childhood hero bleeds through into his performance in quite the loveliest way. Uh All in all, Out of Time 1 is terrific fun. A solid story with plenty of sparkling interaction between its two stars. A romp in best sense of the word, and that's five stars. Nice. Uh, Badwilf.com, that name always makes me laugh, uh, says, writer Matt Fitton perfectly manages to balance the tonal difference between two entirely different eras of the show. Ten and four bounce off each other spectacularly well. Uh, Both lead actors absolutely soar in their respective roles. Out of time may well be the best multi-doctor story yet. I can't wait for the second and third instalments. You just have to, Wilf. You absolutely outclassed me on the soaring there. That was very, very much like a Vulcan, wasn't it? It was. It was I that was amazing. It was very uh, good. A, a yeah. Vulcan, as in a, a jet. Yeah, not, 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 not Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock. Um, <laughs> copyright captain. Um, <laughs> we are cult.rock says, I can absolutely guarantee you if the names David Tennant and Tom Baker in any way bring a smile to your face, you will have a blast. Whether you listen to Big Finish on the regular or just like the sound of this one, I would happily recommend it. Out of Time is a wonderful time. Mm, listen to Big Finish on the regular. That's an interesting uh, way of phrasing it. I'm on the regular, me. Um, the blog of delights.blogspot.com says Fitton, that's Matt Fitton, the writer, contrasts the pair well allowing both actors a chance to be a little more dramatic at times between running and trading quips. The play also has one of my favourite recent lines, the 10th commenting on the Chief Dalek's reluctance to enter the field. Dalek Supreme, more like Chicken Supreme. Exactly (laughs) what you expect, which makes it rather wonderful. How many stars is that? Four stars. Four stars. Could be an expletive, who knows? (laughs) 
maybe st- maybe they stub their toe or something. Yeah. Ouch! <laughs> well, WhatCulture.com says Big Finish Productions have delivered an incredible adventure uh, you'd think they'd be reserved for the next big Doctor Who anniversary special. Hearing Tom Baker and David Tennant bounce off each other as their respective doctors, or whilst Nicholas Briggs give us yet another fantastic performance as the Daleks. Boing, boing, boing. Oh, sorry, yes. Boing uh, along. Thank you. That's very nice. Whatculture.com. Uh, www.bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. Cold. You know, cold option of cold cheese biscuits. That's a, a special uh, callback to a previous podcast there. Uh, writer Matt Fitton absolutely nails down... Matt, can you stop that? Mannerisms of each doctor and neither incarnation feels shortchanged. Uh, if I only had change in my pocket, I could do the shortchange thing there. But I don't have my any, wallet's I downstairs. I, my wallet's I haven't downstairs. used any money since lockdown. Ace exactly. money, money. <laughs> Uh, yes, shortchanged or revered over the other. Okay, there's a pleasing push and pull to their relationship. Give it back. <laughs> it feels like a proper insight into the character of the Doctor, whilst the bickering of the jokes, none of which I'll spoil here. Oh, thank you. Uh, playfully tease the actors as much as their characters, whilst gleefully tiptoeing along a precipice of self-indulgence. Yo, okay. Well, MichaelGolanewski.com says it proves to be a massively epic tale with a well-realized setting and a wonderful, cra- a wonderfully crafted script that makes the most out of the meeting of perhaps the two most prominently impactful versions of the Doctor in modern culture, and it's a major highlight for Doctor Who in 2020 that rightfully deserves its place among some of the best that Big Finish have ever delivered. It's uh, a lot of not there not many full stops or commas in there uh, <laughs> 9.2 out of 10 9.2 that's very precise isn't it prominently impactful i like that phrase yes i feel that that's my opinion of you benji i think you're prominently impactful sounds like um what was it uh exelon weapons are moderately efficient yes <laughs> and prominently impactful <laughs> Uh, the digital fix.com says a delightful treat with some wonderful interplay between David Tennant and Tom Baker's doctors. The banter between the two such significant doctors is what we want to hear most. And in this, the story certainly doesn't disappoint. The Doctor Who Companion.com says it's a mastercraft. No, it's not. It's a masterclass in fast paced. <laughs> uh, it's a mastercraft as well. Um, Character driven frivolity and something that we all need a bit more of in these difficult days. Yes, Big finish yes, knows how to treat their doctors with respect. Oh, yes. And Out of Time One, written by Matt Fitton, sets a strong precedent for the rest of the series of multi doctor adventures. I can't wait. You'll have to. Uh, on the Twitter sphere, at Gallifrey underscore Gary K says, wow. Thank you, Gary. No, uh, what a wonderfully entertaining one-hour audio drama. Some nice humour, as well as a very moving dialogue exchange at the end. Recommended, exclamation mark. TARDISNet66 says, It's great seeing my favourite two Doctors interact together. The Daleks are a very formidable and dangerous threat in this story. But the highlight is the interaction between the two iconic Doctors, uh, which does not disappoint. At Joey underscore G448, catchy name. Uh, what a wonderful story it was. It was brilliant to see two of the most popular doctors meeting. It was an hour of pure joy. Can't wait for the next one. Oh. GF97 YouTuber says a magnificently fun exciting adventure allows for great moments with the Daleks side characters and especially the two Doctors uniting bravo big finish three exclamation marks oh at Matthew Vernon 3 says what makes this pairing so unique is that the fourth Doctor really revels the tenth Doctor's wisecracks uh, even congratulating him haha uh, you just know the others would sigh would just sigh haha at big finish <laughs> js porter 1990s no it's not 1966 uh, oh, says excellent um, some great performances <laughs> some marvelous lines plays on established who conventions and the placings of where the respective doctors are in their time streams interesting add zippy as a dalek cameo Yes, I certainly did a zippy in there. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, 
I'm part of Wax Carbonite, you. Uh, at Johannes Faber <laughs> says, what a, sorry, uh, what a wonderful piece. Masterful. The doctors are well balanced. And it's wonder to hear these legends together. Some wonderful references to Sarah Jane Adventures. Oh, no, Sarah Jane. Yeah, Sarah Jane Adventures. And Classic Who. Yes, that's right. It is. Uh, a must listen for all fans. Couldn't agree more, Johannes. Well, there we go. That's it for the reviews this week. And what a bumper package it was. So next week, we'll be looking at reviews for Torchwood Red Base, starring Tom Price. Coming up soon, we go behind the scenes with the cast and director of Torchwood, Reese and Yanto's Excellent Barbecue by Tim Foley. But before that, it's time for listeners' emails. That's right, and if you like an excellent barbecue, then you'll love an excellent listeners' email session. That's right. Definitely. You don't yeah, need a fire. The two things are almost exactly the same. They are, you know. You just need to, to stand around in a pair of shorts and an apron, and, <laughs> and that's all you need. And if you want to send excellent. through uh, your barbecued email delights, then you can do. Just send them to podcast at bigfinish.com, and they might get read out. Who knows? Ooh. So first up, then, this one's from Daniel Body, and the subject of this one is the first episode. The first of all. Um, Hi, I've been looking uh, to listen to the old episodes of the podcast, which I gather date back to February 2008. Uh, The Big Finish website, however, only goes back to November 2017. And my podcast app uh, goes back to January 2011 as well as uh, some 2010 Mervyn Stone podcasts. Is there any reason that the full back catalogue isn't available and is it likely the earliest episodes will ever be made available again? Thanks, Daniel. Um, I bet there is a reason. (laughs) (laughs) I've no idea what it is, though. Um, Yeah. Daniel, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I've got the original files somewhere in some old computer that's on its last legs. Yeah, I don't know why they've got... Has anyone got any idea? Have you got any idea, Benji? No. If anyone listening has got any idea. idea, Anyway, sorry about that. But yeah, it worries me that they don't exist anymore. Not exist! Um, Justin Bush... Uh, sent this on the 6th of November and he says uh, his subject line is Big Finish Figures <gasps> with a sort of what's that face represent that what do you think it's an androidy face so I don't know what one it is oh you, it's not it's a, it's it's not an android one it's an, an apple one. Oh, right, so you can't see it it's the mm-hmm. starey eyes and eyebrows up yeah is that oh anyway dear Nick I could go on about this forever um, but I won't. Dear Nick and Benji, I'm an avid fan of the character W DW figures and consider myself very fortunate for nabbing the big finish Dr. Dalek sets on that first round. So I had two questions. One, what is the likelihood of more big finish figures in the near future? I made up the near in the future is actually what he said. How fantastic would it be to get a seventh doctor and black TARDIS with Livchenka Robophobia style? Uh, Lucy Miller, Benny, Iris Wildtime, The Warmaster, all top-tier ideas and probably easy to construct from characters' previous figures. Well, I'm sure that Alistair Dewar at Character Options will be listening. Um, I'd love us to do more. That'd be good. And two, what would be your two gentlemen's dream figure to be made? Something extremely difficult, like the stained glass Dalek? I'd love to hear your thoughts. That's it, yeah. Uh, Thank you for your time. Your friend, Justin Bush. Oh, that's Justin B. Quinnick, who's, um, we've often read out his reviews, actually. Um, what do you think? I, uh, yeah, the stained glass Dalek. I mean, that'd, that'd be gorgeous, be good, wouldn't it? it? Imagine, yeah. it, imagine that as well, with a little light inside. It would look gorgeous, <gasps> all lit up and lovely. A candle. It would be beautiful. It would work what as else? a candle, maybe. What else? I mean, big finish-wise, uh, hmm. obviously, you know, get something like the Ravenous would be good fun. And you could, they'd be pretty yeah. terrifying. Oh, um, yeah. oh, you could get, you could get the Benji and Nick figures for the podcast. Oh, yeah, really nice. <laughs> that'd be nice. Oh, I it? know, the Virons. Oh, yeah. I'd like yeah, to see yeah, a Viron yeah. figure. Viron. It's a virus. <laughs> there are so many things. I mean, I, I personally would love um, Liv and Helen, actually. It'd be really nice because I, I work with, with that team 
so often now mm. that, uh, you know, they feel like good friends of mine. Oh, you do do that when you're doing uh, post-production. I think as I've bored people with before, you know, uh, I got to know India Fisher when I worked with her that first year doing the Paul McGann stuff. But then I edited uh, Sword of Orion. So she was, her voice was rattling around my flat for months. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it, like that? So I became very, very familiar with her. And then I, you know, contacted her and said, oh, should we go out and have dinner? And she went, yeah, okay. And I, I could tell that my level of familiarity with her at that point did not match hers with mine. And I could see she was thinking, why are you, why are you <laughs> treating me like you know me better than you do? And I thought, oh, God, I don't know you as well as I think I do. That's all been resolved well, you know, and, and now I think that she's too familiar with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I must get in touch. We were going to have a big, big old Zoom to catch up. We must do that. I did some Zoom. work with her last week, I believe, which was lovely. She's such a uh, nice person. So what much What were you fun. doing? Oh, you probably can't say, can can't you? Can't say. I'm, top, I'm, top I'm, secret. Yeah, but, but um, she is, fun, She's though. lovely, isn't she? Absolutely Brilliant lovely. Brilliant actor, yeah really fun and uh, we've got another one here this one's from uh, Joanna Ortner um, sent uh, on the 9th of November the subject of this one is stranded on the other side of the channel Ooh. Uh, hi Nick and Benji uh, I only found you this summer or rather I found the 8th Doctor this summer and you in his wake uh -huh. uh, I'm still not sure whether I should be upset that it's taken me this long or glad that it's happened this year maybe it was meant to be because what a year, right? And hmm. what a perfect year to finally, finally discover all these marvellous stories. I'm making my way through all of the eighth stories right now. And by the way, as a non-native speaker, I think eighth is, uh, eight is a much more horrible word than sixth. Uh, I'm, I'm never sure if I've mixed uh, an H or not. Um, Yes, it's the, it's the old th Six. sound that the English love so much that not any, I don't think, you know, people who don't speak English, I don't think any other languages, and please, please all write in and tell me I'm wrong, use the th sound, do they? It's, it's a, Spanish. Oh, yes. There's a th yeah, in, in Spanish. In a different, in a different, in a different context, way. though. Yeah, not with the th, but yeah, that's a good point. But it's, yeah, I mean, the English have loads of problems with uh, sounds in other languages. Funny. There's nothing better rubbish than other people's languages. There's nothing better. My favourite is is just hearing English people try to speak French. It's just the funniest thing in the world. Jevu Dre. Oh gosh, <laughs> I yeah. love it so Did much. Did you know that the Duke of Wellington spoke fluent French? Well, I mean, the vast majority of our ancestors spoke pretty much fluent French, didn't they? Really? Did they? Well, oh, you know, know if you go back to. Well, since he spent most of his time shooting the French, seems off seems odd that he could speak their language so well. Well, look at the Normans, you know. Look at the Normans from Normandy and all that business, you know. It all, there was a very interesting amount of time where pretty much everybody in in high society spoke French. Ah, oh, I see um, what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. yes we'll see. Uh, I'll carry on with this one. This is yes. the French podcast. Um, I've started with the very first one: Storm Warning, Zeppelins, and Vortisors, and brilliant Charlie Pollard. Uh, ah. They are now accompanying me every morning on my runs, and brilliant. they create the most perfect atmosphere to get lost in completely for an hour or two during these weird and crazy times. The only exception I've made so far is Stranded, because it's just way too intriguing. <laughs> and I honestly couldn't wait to get uh, through more than a hundred Paul McGann audio dramas first. I guess we all feel stranded like the Doctor right now, and his frustration makes me laugh in sympathy every time. Thank you all at Big Finish and all the brilliant cast that you bring together for all your work and your love for stories and for making this year so much better. Oh, I'm looking you. forward to your podcast every Sunday. Hello. Hello. And also a very, very happy birthday to Paul McGann this Saturday. He is absolutely phenomenal. And the reason why my favorite doctor is now no longer my first doctor. Sorry. Uh, greetings from Berlin, Germany. And that's uh, from Joanna. Uh, thank you so much. Lovely, jubbly stuff. Stranded. It's great, great fun. Yeah. And I, I know this sounds patronising from an English person, but that is one of the best written emails we've ever received. <laughs> uh, and, and for her to say, you know, I, 
English isn't my native language. It puts a lot of us to shame. A lot better than some of my writing of the podcast scripts. Um, that's it, which we're correcting as we go through, as we're reading out my terrible mistakes. That's it for the emails this week, folks. That's it. Uh, do keep them um, coming to podcast at bigfinish.com. We love reading them, and I often distribute the the nice comments around the Big Finish team to give everyone a little boost and people write back and go, oh, it's really lovely to hear. And for example, Johanna's email, I absolutely did send to everyone as well. Uh, and, you know, to the people who produce Stranded. I didn't send it to you, Benji, because I knew you'd read it when you... Um, oh, that's true. The podcast. Yeah, first, but, uh, first-hand I, live experience. Of, of but reading. I did send it to David Richardson and Jason and Ken Bentley and they were really, you know, it's it's important. feedback. Good feedback is important. Rubbish strives, feedback, strives you to keep going and make more, exactly. doesn't it, really? I mean, if you don't like what we do, fine, write in and say, but I'm not really likely to send that round to people. <laughs> Check this one out, everybody. Although I might sometimes read out negative emails on the podcast because I think it starts discussion, you know. It gives a good balance, you know, and it's good to, to take those things into account, isn't it, really? Well, talking of taking things into account, it's now time to take in the Torchwood world into account as we go behind the scenes with Recent Yanto's Excellent Barbecue by Tim Foley. Hello, I'm Scott Hancock, the director of Torchwood Recent Yanto's Excellent Barbecue, and I'm joined by... Gareth David Lloyd, I play Yanto Jones. Hello, everybody, I'm Kai Owen, and I play Reese Williams. Hello, I'm Yusuf Kirkor, and I play Badger. Thank you all for a lovely day. How has it been recording today in the lovely uh, new normal world of lockdown we're still getting to grips with? Awesome. It's kept been me wonderful. Pulled me out of the mire. A, re- a relief. It's been lovely to do lots of scenes with, um, with Kai. It really has. I was going to say, it, it's one of those odd things that I suppose in the TV series, you know, even though you were throughout... Uh, the first three seasons you never really had masses of scenes together yeah and all, all the sort of lines we did have to each other were sort of um you know, they basically um showed how different our worlds were and why we weren't friends lads you know boys together um so it's nice to actually force them into a situation where they have to communicate it's been lovely um uh, exploring recent yanto absolutely gorgeous i think i think that it, it they work really well. I mean, and then I think this is pre Children of Earth, so it's you know they, they they get together a little bit in the in season three when they have a little scrap and they pretend and all that. But it's been really lovely. It's great. I've loved it, and and relieved that the technology works. <laughs> mm. Ish. Yeah, yeah. Ish. Yeah. It's been very nice. Uh, it's been very nice f- doing doing work with other people, even even though one is all alone. <laughs> and, and what did you all make of the script when you read it? Because it's, uh, it's not your typical tortured affair. It's quite intimate and isolated. I, 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 read, I got it, I read the first page, and I, even though I'm not in the first scene, I was, I, I, I was very excited by it. I think, I think it um, capture, captures the characters beautifully. Yeah, and it's just something completely bonkers. From the, from, the, from, the, from the title to the last page, it's lovely. It's got everything really that, that that I think people want from from a from a tortured script because you know they, it, they, they've got they've got the crazy um, extraordinary elements to it, but it's also touching and really funny as well and really moving, really moving moments. And um, you know, it's it's uh, yeah, really. And from the title, you think, what the hell is this? But actually, it, it's it, it's gonna it's gonna halt a few people in the in the tracks, I think, because it's it's very moving. Yeah, and I love that. I love how in 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 lockdown um, stories have had to change, and in sort of how stories are told, and uh, how to how to be able to tell stories f- from uh, every character in their own isolated position and stuff. And and I think people have had to get very very creative to try and figure out how to reshape the you know the way we 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 tell on you know the way narratives are told. And this yeah. is this is so well thought out. It's such an interesting take on it and it's kind of as you say it ticks all the boxes that you yeah. want it's sort of entertaining and gripping and mysterious and it's creative and it's a yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun to do a lot of fun to listen to everyone at the moment is having to create sort of bubbles i think that's the yeah. term for, for, for yeah. people yeah. getting together and cr- creating bubbles in their back garden and literally <laughs> that's what it's about <laughs> it's, yeah it's awesome yeah absolutely and you know it- 
it, it touches on ideas of uh, toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. but also you know male suicide as well, and you know uh, mm. issues that men traditionally don't really discuss or talk to each other about. Um, as a sort of depiction of male relationships and friendships, how did it chime with you reading it and indeed playing it? Well, I, 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 I've, I've, I've felt from my, my point of view, Yanto. Or are we all wonderfully metrosexual? Because he is a man that is um, he, that is. In, in, in touch with his emotions that isn't afraid to wear his heart on his sleeve um, and it isn't one of those um, uh, men who are, who are afraid, afraid to show their emotions and maybe Gwen saw him as the as that's why she saw him as the best guy for the job to sort of bring Reese out of himself and make him you know face face his feelings sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger you know what I mean than, than, than it is to uh to somebody close by for for blokes sometimes sometimes it's easier like oh, like getting getting pissed and you know and and, and in the hope that Jan took and triggered off the stories and stuff and all that or trigger trigger him off opening up and all that um, and I think I think once once you crack Reese's shell of that I think he you know I think he's quite sensitive and he he, would, he does open up he's got the heart and I don't think there's anything there's any there's any um, male chauvinistic about Reese I think he's just sort of like I think he's just stubborn. Really, and just uh, and and just bury his head in the sand, mm. basically. Yeah, I love I love how you know in order to get one person to open up, you need somebody in their environments to open up, and and that's uh, it. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's and that's that's a that's a really um, it's a really common uh, trait, you know, um, around anything, any, anywhere there's a sort of block or an emotional block, you know, it's 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 not just one person's responsibility; it's a sort of groups. Um, the group has a big part to play as well. Yeah, yeah. Even though very little cooking happens in this script, do you, ha, have you experienced any memorable barbecues in your time? Everyone. Do you know, during lockdown, I, I literally had about 25 barbecues and oh. still sort of family barbecues. Great and they, they all sort of melt, melt into one in, in, in my mind. But um, um, I love there, there is something about uh, I don't know whether it's a male thing or or, or not, but it's there is something about um, you know cooking on a c- cooking on a fire outside, providing for the family, getting stuck in with you know um, big plate of food outside. Um, I, I I love it. I really enjoy it. God, we've been blessed with some some good weather during this lockdown actually as well so I think I've, I've, we've had a few uh, barbecues outside and stuff as well and I just yeah I love it I love it uh... yeah I, I like the accidental barbecues that crop up the sort of you just think it's going to be a nice very quick affair and then it turns into a <laughs> a really nice long, yeah. long long leisurely afternoon into the night oh. and it goes you go from just, you know it's, it's just one and it carries on and on and on and and everything's chilled and and everyone's happy and that's yeah they 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 stay with you those ones yeah there's just something so satisfying about fire in there <laughs> i feel like a stone age man from big finish productions torchwood reese and yanto's excellent barbecue steven steven is that you the sky's getting dark and it shouldn't be getting dark well uh, this will be going in no time now but you need to wait 20 to 30 minutes for it to reach the right temperature. I'm sure you don't want a beer. Fine, thanks. Do you have a glass I can use, though? Doesn't have to be a wine glass. Oh, well, if it doesn't have to be a wine glass, uh, yeah. Inside, uh, I'll, I'll go and grab you one. Need a hand with the cutlery or anything? Cutlery? <laughs> cutlery, answer. We're not using cutlery. It's a barbecue. We're cavemen. We're going to use our hands. And paper plates. Uh, they're in the bag. I'll be right back. I'll get you a glass and maybe a crystal decanter whilst I'm at it, eh? I mean, yeah, if you've got one. It's closing in. The air. The angry air. Big finish. We love stories. I'm really looking forward to this. Lads, lads, lads. <laughs> Just go to bigfinish.com to find this one by typing excellent barbecue into the search engine. Should we try it, actually? Do you want to try type? Give it a go, yeah. When I say search engine, I mean the search pane at the top with the um, magnifying glass thing. Yeah. Does there it work? Excellent barbecue comes up. Tortured Reese and Yanto's excellent barbecue right Feel there. It works. Oh, in brilliant. all its glory, it does work indeed. 
Coming up very soon, we tease you with the first 15 minutes of Wicked Sisters, The Garden Storms by Simon Guria, starring Peter Davison, Louise Jameson, Kira Jansen and Laura Doddington. Yes, but first, it's time to offer you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. <laughs> it's the Randomoid Selectatron. <laughs> So Ran has spoken in its 177 Doctor Who Daleks Among Us. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm we sure go. we've offered this one before, but why not go for it again? Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who Daleks Among Us. I know you know about what happened here 20 years ago. The invasion, yes. My friend the Doctor was there. After the war, neighbour turned on neighbour, ethnic group turned on ethnic group. There was terrible, bloody violence. When the Daleks invaded, they made people work for them. Yes, as slaves. Not just as slaves, as collaborators and informants, willing to do whatever they had to just to survive. Willing to murder and worse. You have tortured me. You have performed surgery on my brain. Six months later, and still, you have failed. You will surrender the schematics! No! <laughs> this has to stop this mindless slaughter! It is what I exist for. Father is not quite uh, normal. What do you mean? There were things the Daleks did to him in their torture camps. Things that changed him. There are voices. Can't you hear them? They are among us! There are Daleks among us! <laughs> Father, there you are. Oh! This is Will Arrowsmith. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Do you never get tired of working in the dark? I do my best work in the dark. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. This is by, it is by Alan Barnes. I thought it was. I was it just checking. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, we've got Tracy Childs as Dr. Elizabeth Klein in this. Uh, it was great fun to do. Um, directed by Ken Bentley. And um, we all had to do um, German accents in this. And I did joke <laughs> that it's, it ended up sounding like hello, hello. <laughs> There's also a temporary, as well as uh, Tracy Charles, there was a temporary uh, companion in this called Christian Edwards. Sorry, that was the name of the actor. He played Will Arrowsmith. It was a sort of very strange, sort of nerdy person. And that was great fun. I think a lot of Doctor Who fans didn't take kindly to that character, though, which is a shame. Funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's quite difficult to sell a male, male companion, we often find. Yeah, I wonder interesting. Why. I wonder what that's interesting. Yeah. Well, folks, there you go. Uh, absolutely worth having a listen. It's a really, uh, um, what's the word? It's a very complex and interesting story. I think, I think you'll enjoy it. It's got Terry Malloy's Davros as well. So, just saying. You're just asking for fun, aren't you? Really. Don't forget as well that on the page on there, if you go to the backstage section, there's a fantastic interview. Sylvester McCoy talks to the late, great Paul Sprague. Uh, and so that's one that came originally, I think it was from uh, Vortex magazine. You can yes. read that one in there as well. So that's well worth it. Just a little extra there. Because nice. we like to tell you about all the extras we've got. Now, it's so simple to get your discount. All you have to do is go to www.bigfinish.com. Go to podcasts on the menu. When you're on there, uh, go to the latest podcast. That will say read more. Right. And when you're on there, you see, if you look in the blurb underneath the big photo of us, it will say just click here and enter the code Buck up. That's B U C K U P, all capital letters, no spaces, no complications. Enter that in and you shall get your discount. Lovely. There we go. Well, thanks, Ran. Always a pleasure. You do inspire me sometimes. <gasps> Sadly, though, it's time for us to say goodbye. Goodbye. But how should we do it? Goodbye. I don't know. I suppose sort of did it. it. Sort of did it in sort of in a sort of sad way. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I thought you were laughing. Should laugh at it. And while we're away, why not treat yourself to the first 15 minutes of Doctor Who Wicked Sisters, The Garden Storms by Simon Guria. I was going to say Michael Guria. Michael Guria. It's like it's uh, like the other day when Paul Paul was doing the credits for um 
for our release. And he, called, he, said, he said, instead of David Richardson, he said, he said Kevin Richardson. I was thinking, <laughs> Who was doing that? Paul, who's Paul? Paul McGann. Oh, was it? He was reading the credits on yeah, that. Yeah. Kevin Richardson. Kevin Richardson. <laughs> And even he was like, who's Kevin? <laughs> oh, what a name. I love it. Love I love it. it when people substitute. I'm always doing it with numbers, you know. When I used to do Radio 4 Extra, I'd say, and later on at eight o'clock, they get, Nick, it's six. I go, yeah. Well, you said eight. Did I? Oh, right. Anyway, <laughs> starring Peter Davison, the 97th Doctor, Louise Jameson, uh, Kira Jansen, and Laura Doddington. Yeah, I mean, why not? Enjoy. Could you pop home for a quick chat? Love, Lena. But no, that would be too easy. So instead... I sent you many messages. Really? Well, they could have got lost in the post. You ignored them. So the acting president authorised use of the Vortex Manipulator. How is Lowry? I heard that since her regeneration... You evaded the Vortex Manipulator. That should not be possible. Well, I must have been clever. Not like you, I mean, really. Scratching a ship into a nest world would be a shoulder pads. You are here, are you not? I thought you were in danger. I am. Shout! <laughs> they will circle round and try again. We must get to your TARDIS. Right. You tricked me. But as I'm here, what's so urgent? You have encountered the gods known as the Grace? The Grace are pan-dimensional beings, not gods. Their powers transcended physics. What would you call that? Uh, godlike. Uh, Godish. What have they been up to now? The Grace are dead. Murdered by their creations. Well, that would take phenomenal power. Hang on. Their creations? Not those nice tracer girls. I helped name them, you know. Amy and Zara. Amy now calls herself Abby. She's not the girl you once knew. She was fine when I left her with you lot on Gallifrey. Murder? Are you sure? Abby and Zara have destroyed whole worlds. When the Grace challenged them, they turned on their creator. They absorbed the Grace's powers and that of other gods as well. Now they threaten all of time. And Well, I'm disappointed. But what do you think I can do about it? Don't tell. They must be destroyed! No. Just no. Tell your acting president that I don't do assassinations, and neither should you. I am a warrior of the Seventy, not squeamish in matters of death. Then why do you need my help to destroy them? They are too powerful, even for the Time Lords to destroy. But you were a formative influence on them. On Abby, maybe, to begin with. They will listen to you. Doctor, persuade them to destroy themselves. That would be quite a conversation. It is them or the collapse of time and space. Matrix projections are clear. I can talk to them. It will be nice to catch up, but I'm not promising anything. When you see the damage they are doing, you will have no choice. There's always a choice. Where and when do I find them? I have the space-time coordinates. I, I can fly my own TARDIS. Thank you. She won't respond to just... Anyone? Fine. There's something odd about those coordinates. Uh, shush! I must concentrate. Causality is warping. This is what their powers do. It's like a storm in time. A very violent storm. And you're flying us right into it. Oh, yes. 
This all looks utterly terrible. We are in the eye of the storm. That must be why it all seems so... Tranquil? Hmm, gravity's quite light. We're somewhere small, a dwarf planet or large moon. So the atmosphere must be artificial, the season too. Blossom on the trees, but enabled by a machine. It's a mechanical spring. Am I close? I only knew the coordinates, and that it is a built-up community. This is less a city, more an elaborate garden. Dwellings woven from the branches of living trees. <gasps> they leap up into these dwellings? And low acceleration due to gravity. I said we're somewhere small, but, uh, yes, it looks quite fun. <laughs> Look at the people's faces. They're not aware that they are in danger. All things are fine. No Abby and Zara. We must be in the wrong place. Flying the TARDIS isn't as easy as I always make it look. We are where we are meant to be, and something is wrong. Can you not smell the smoke? Someone must be having a barbecue. Ask these cheery-looking youngsters. Do you smell the smoke? It is not a natural smoke. They do not seem to understand. They are stupid. Manners cost nothing, Leela. Uh, uh, good afternoon. I'm the Doctor, and this is Leela. Oh, get off! They are touching my hair! I'm curious. Don't resist them. Uh, we're happy to take questions. How did you get to be extremely old? <laughs> you may hope to live so long. I don't think they're meant to be rude. There is no shame in my years. At least I have some wisdom. They are like children. You do not need to push me. I will walk. Oh, it, it, it is not easy. I might float away. Sort of bounce along with as much dignity as you can muster. Oh, oh we're going willingly, anywhere you like, but uh, out of interest. Where is it you're so keen to take us? We must make you welcome. There will be a feast. Oh, that's very kind. They're still touching my hair. They do not prod and poke you. Let us think I'm at your age and wisdom. Even in the crowd, none of them are old. None of them seem old. The conditions here, never knowing the danger. Life without me. Ah, let's not pass judgment. Not before we see this feast. There are a lot of people now. This is where they're friendly. It is a little intimidating. <laughs> oh, there's no need to be frightened. You're not frightened. But I should like to know what happens in this feast, so I am prepared. It's in your honour. Anything you want. Uh, we, we don't ask for much. It, it's becoming quite a squeeze. You are sure no harm will come to us at this feast? Oh, of course not. You feast, and then you die. <laughs> Uh, your, your children are excellent dancers, and uh, now you're going to show them how it's done. Oh, good. Why are we sitting here? We must fight them, escape from this treehouse, and get back to the TARDIS. There are too many of them. Smile. All this is for you. But why wish me dead? I'm not sick or a burden. That still wouldn't make it right. I do not condone it, but why do they not want to kill you as well? It is this incarnation they lack the intelligence to see you as you are. Try not to take it personally. We applaud their dancing, we eat their food, and we watch for our chance. Your people arrive every moment. You should feel flattered. The longer we leave it, the less able we are to escape. Word has got around that you're something special, so everyone's coming to look. But that could be just what we need. Ah, oh, because if everyone comes to look... There, at the door. Zara. She could be under their influence. I can't see. Wait, there. Is that? Oh, no. Him. Excuse us coming through. <laughs> Hello, Doctor. Amy, Zara, this is a lovely coincidence. It's so good to see you. But I'm Abby now. You're Leela, aren't you? I know her from the capital. She's not a Time Lord. A warrior from the crew of an Earth spaceship that sort of devolved. I mean, no offence. It is what happened. Not your usual sort, Doctor. He is my assistant. <laughs> Whatever you like. Uh, they have told you they're about to get killed. Oh, yes. Uh, they've been very forthcoming. Local customer. 
we get this super party in our honour, and then you have to die. <laughs> it's not symbolic. They really are going to kill you. I'm not afraid to die. But I noticed you said they. So you're not part of this. Take my hand. Leela, you too. What are you going to do? We are not to interfere in local customs. And I don't want anyone hurt. Hey, what do you take us for? Come on, we just hold hands. Do anything. The people no longer stare at me. You've made us invisible. Just not worthy of note. But we'd better clear out before they start asking themselves what they're doing here. That can break the aura. Then they'll want to kill you again. I am improving at the low gravity. It is more skip than bounce. Yes, that's it. Come on, Doctor. You have to keep close for the aura to work. I used to know how to do this, but you're both very adept. And your powers have developed since I last saw you. How long has it been for you? Oh, we've lived whole lifetimes. Oh, there's so much to tell you. Oh, I'd like to hear it. What else can you do? Well, as long as we're together, uh, teleporting, influencing people... Some other stuff. How oh, we made it snow one Christmas on Earth. <laughs> you must need to be careful with powers like that. Yeah, people are weird about snow in Australia. Well, here we are. Sorry it's been so quick, but stick around and they'll kill you. The TARDIS! This is where you parked. You let her fly your TARDIS? I am better at it than him. But how did you know it was here? Oh, yeah. We just sort of did. You didn't see us arrive. But you could have come this way on your way to the treehouse. We didn't. So how did we know it was here? You looked into our minds. I don't think so. And if we did, we didn't mean to. Sorry. I don't think you've changed all that much. You still don't realise how powerful you are. And that's a little concerning. Uh, we saved both your lives, didn't we? Only mine. They did not want to kill the Doctor. Why not? What's wrong with him? In this body, he looks young. <laughs> to you, maybe. Why do they want to kill anyone? We've been trying to stop them. Abby! We're not doing anything wrong. We're, we're trying to make things right. Doctor, they are following your example. Interfering. Uh, we're better at it than him. I don't have your powers. I assume that's how you're doing it. We'd love to explain everything. Would we? We don't have to answer to him. But Zara's right. You should go. It's not safe for you here. Don't make us make you. Would you really do that? There is no need for this. I am safe while you protect me and the people do not see the Doctor is old. It is rare he gets a chance to catch up with his friends. It would be nice to hear what you've been up to. You might even give me some pointers. Zara? Oh, why ask when you've already decided? Great! Oh, there is so much to tell you. Maybe not here. People are starting to notice. It was the same in the treehouse, the staring. Is there somewhere quiet we can talk? Yes and no. Hey, no! Why are you so dumb? You're going to ask out Tina? Oh, hi, Tina. Didn't see you there. We help get Tina's parents together too. Then you've been here a long time. You've got to put in the hours if you're going to do the job right. Why bring us to a party? They've no sense of personal space. If we try and get away from the crowd, we only look suspicious. But here, the noise means we won't be overheard. Not if you don't shout. Oh, uh, sorry. So, they're killing the old people. Well, it's when you get to 40. That is no age at all. It's based on a paper by this famous economist. A few places have tried to put the theory into practice, but this is the most successful. A long-term, sustained process of termination means minimal social care and abundance of resource. They live very good lives here. Oh, well, that's all right, then. We can't just stop it. Why not? The first law of time. And it doesn't work. You stop it here, but people still know the theory worked, at least for a while, so... They try it somewhere else with modifications that make it worse. So, you make everyone forget this place even existed and people still try the theory somewhere. So, you stop the famous economist ever writing down his theory and someone else has the same idea. So, having tried all that, you change history again so you can start from scratch. 
Well, if at first you don't succeed... If we're going to stop it happening, here and anywhere else, we need to persuade people, slowly, over time, that it is wrong. It's the only way to make the intervention hold. And when it doesn't work, you go back and change history until you get the outcome you want. It usually works first time. We do know what we're doing. You hypnotise the people, as you did, so they would not see my age. That only works for a short while. We got them having parties. This is someone's 40th birthday. Mm -hmm. That's her, over there, with the amazing hat. She wants people to think she is happy. They often do. It never quite works. And people pick up on that. They feel guilty. The party celebrates the person's life, so it underlines what they're losing. Enough parties like this, and people will dare to say what they feel. That maybe this isn't right. That maybe things could be different. Without feeling they've been manipulated into thinking that way. They have to be the ones to change things. We can only steer them. Very ingenious. What do you think, Leela? Leela? On the balcony. No, don't look directly. You've been listening to a Kevin... No, a Big Finish production. <laughs> and we'd love it if you rated, reviewed and subscribed to it. Thank you, Kevin.